you're ready to stop submitting basic applications and winging your interview for your next nursing role, whether you're a graduate nurse or a seasoned healthcare professional, we'd love to exclusively invite you to our secret nurse growth hub, where you can get all of the support to apply, interview and land your next nursing role completely free. All of the resources that we've shared and created over the last three years that have helped 3,000 plus nurses internationally apply, interview and land their next nursing role. So what are you waiting for? Come and join us today. It's completely free. LiamCaswell.com forward slash NGH. Come and join the Nurse Growth Hub today and let's make applying, interviewing and landing your next nursing role easy. Self-doubt is an emotion that is generated from your thoughts and the thoughts that you are thinking about the thing that is happening external to you. That thing external to you never has any control over you, ever, unless you let it. Hello, you are listening to the High Performance Nursing Podcast with me, Liam Caswell, where I help clinicians just like you take control of their careers and remove all the things stopping you from achieving your biggest goals. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the Graduate Nurse Success Series. Today, we are talking about self-doubt as a graduate nurse. I'm talking about this today because it comes up so much. And in the next 10 minutes, I want to give you an idea of why you're experiencing self-doubt and what you can do about it. So self-doubt in itself, (laughs) there's going to be lots of selves, self-doubt has the word self in it. So I just want to raise that to your attention. I want you to see that when anything has the word self in it, it's about you. It's about the individual. And it's generated usually through the self. Okay, so self-doubt is not something that's generated by things external to us. The things in the external world, like your ANSAT scores, your GPA, all of these things cannot possibly create self-doubt for you. If some of you are like confused, (laughs) those things cannot generate self-doubt for you because self-doubt is self-created. So when we think about our GPA, our grad programs, getting a rejection letter, you know, applying and not hearing back from AIM position, here's what happens for you internally. And I know because it happens to me, because if you're a human, it happens to you. (laughs) If there's any aliens listening, this doesn't apply. When we have something happen and we go out and we apply for our grads or we apply for an AIN job or we get our answer back or we've got a preceptor that maybe doesn't see our amazingness, right? And they don't give us the support that we actually truly deserve for X, Y, and Z reasons. When those things happen in the world, they are external to us. We have really no control over them. We can try and control them, but I don't know about you. But if I ever try and control my partner and get them to do all the things, it doesn't happen. <laughs> okay. So just remember that we cannot get other people to do things for us. It's just impossible. It doesn't work. Keep trying if you want to, but it doesn't work. When we think about that being the case and they're external to us and we have no power over it, we think about, well, what do we have power over? And the thing that we have power over, my friend, and we will always do, is ourself. We have power over you, your beautiful humanness, all of the things. That's what we have power over. So when we think of it through this lens, I want you to think about self-doubt. It's just a collection of thoughts that you have about yourself. 
thoughts that you've practiced believing many more times than you've practiced believing empowering thoughts. So you've practiced believing, I'm not good enough, I'm not capable, I'm not smart enough, I'm not articulate enough, more than you have practiced, I'm amazing, I'm great, I am confident, I am more than capable, I can communicate. So when we look at it through this lens, I'm sure some of you are like clicking, you're like, yeah, actually, for the last 20 years, I've run those stories. And some of you will be like, "Mm, I still don't know what you're talking about. The thoughts that we tell ourselves, that we repeat over and over and over again, is what generates self-doubt for us. All the things external to us do not. Okay? So when we tell ourselves we're not good enough, we experience an emotion. We have an experience in our body of an emotion. Because our thoughts generate our feelings. Are you with me? (laughs) So when we think I'm not good enough, we feel doubtful. We feel self-doubt. And when we feel doubtful, we take some action or we take some inaction. So we do some shit. So either we go out into the world and we're feeling self-doubt and we're thinking I'm not good enough. And maybe we don't apply for that job, right? Maybe we overthink. Maybe we beat ourselves up. Maybe we don't allow ourselves to be good enough in that process. Can you see where I'm going with this? So what I want you to see is we think the external world creates self-doubt for us. We think the preceptor giving us bad feedback creates self-doubt, but it doesn't. Self-doubt comes from your thinking. Why? Because it has the word self in it. And only you and only your thoughts can create emotion in your body. We've been lied to. Other people cannot create how you feel. Think about it. It's actually impossible. (laughs) Other people are external to us. They're a thing out in the world. They say something, we have a thought about it, and then we feel something. How dare he say that about me? I feel disappointed in him, right? They don't say something and I immediately feel something. I have a thought about it. There's an intellectual process that is between them saying something and me feeling something. What we believe or we've been taught or we've been conditioned to believe through society and life is that people say something and it hurts my feelings. It only hurts our feelings if we allow and give away our power in that moment. If we allow them to consume our thoughts. If we believe what they believe to be true about us. Okay? That's an option. That is a choice. You don't have to believe that you did not do good on this placement. Especially if your preceptor has only worked with you for three days out of the four weeks. You're all feeling me. I know you're all nodding and agreeing. This happens. But what what do we do? We sit there and we go, he must be right. I'm not good enough. I mean, even though I know he was only there for three days and he sat in the tea room and didn't even help me. I must not be good enough. I'm not capable. I can't do this. Why? Because our human brain loves negativity. (laughs) It sucks, I know, right? It loves negativity and being positive and conscious and empowering and all of the things is hard. It's intentional. It's not safe because our brain thinks that it's better to just play safe in a negative pit of misery with these negative thoughts and that we just soak up and absorb everybody's thoughts about us and we take them on as our own. I want to give you back the power today to see that in any situation in your nursing career, graduate, AIN student, nurse unit manager, director of nursing, hospital CEO, no one ever 
has the power to make you feel anything. Self-doubt is self-created through the thoughts that you choose to think about the external thing that is happening. Let me say that again. Hopefully I can repeat it. Self-doubt is an emotion that is generated from your thoughts and the thoughts that you are thinking about the thing that is happening external to you. That thing external to you never has any control over you, ever, unless you let it. Okay, and that is the pivotal sentence. Being short-staffed does not make you feel sad and upset and disappointed. Your thought about being short-staffed does. How can you apply this to your graduate nursing application process? Because you, my friend, are going to experience self-doubt. Now, I'm not saying that self-doubt should be wiped out from your life. It's impossible. I've tried. (laughs) You cannot get rid of it. But what you can do is you can befriend your self-doubt. You can see why it's there. You can acknowledge and accept it. You can understand it. You can be curious with it. You can invite all the self-doubt in. I love playing with my self-doubt. Oh, today you think that we're not going to record this podcast because we're not good enough? Let me show you, (laughs) right? I want you to think about like if you had self-doubt sitting on the table in front of you and or sitting next to you and you could have a conversation with self-doubt, you'd be like, why do you choose to tell me that I'm not good enough? And they'd be like, well, you're not. And you'd be like, I don't believe that to be true. And you'd have this back and forth, right? It'd be like talking to a friend that's going through that shit spiral of emotion that's just received some external thing news feedback lost their job crashed the car whatever's happened and then they're like oh my god my life's falling apart and all of this you know what they're doing they're telling you lots of thoughts that are creating their sadness and their emotion what would you do with that person you might acknowledge it and be like this is tough this is really really tough but you're incredible don't ever let anybody say that you're not Whatever you give to other people, give to yourself. If you freely give your patients empowerment and confidence and you're like, well, you can't give them confidence because that's a feeling, right? But if you give them those vibes and you talk to them in a way that creates confidence for them through their thinking, why are you choosing not to give that to yourself? Why are you indulging in self-doubt? It's optional. Self-doubt is created through your thinking. So if you don't want to feel self-doubt, change your thinking and practice the new thoughts. Practice believing new things. Now, some of you are going to say, because this happens all the time, but then I'm overconfident. Isn't that like ego? You get to decide. What do you think? Do you think it's overconfidence or is it just self-confidence? It feels scary because we've never been confident before because we've spent too much time doubting ourselves. So of course your body's going to resist it. Your brain's going to think, oh God, look at you. You're too cocky and confident now. But there is a difference between confidence and self-confidence. Self-confidence is, I have my own back. I am willing to experience self-doubt and go all in on me. I'm not going to let self-doubt hold me back. I trust myself regardless of the outcome. Because what some of you will do is you'll do all of this work and you'll be like, oh, I can do this, I'm capable. And you'll create empowerment for yourself or you'll feel proud or motivated or driven and then you won't get the result that you want and then you'll go back on yourself and you'll be like, that's what I get for believing in myself. Do not do that to yourself. Self-confidence is going, you know what? It didn't work out this time. What can I do differently? Master this skill and you will build yourself a sustainable, one, you'll get a grad application and job, Two, you build yourself a sustainable nursing career. 
Self-doubt is optional, my friends, and it's created through your thinking. I would love to hear your thoughts, comments, questions, queries. Send me a message on Instagram at High Performance Nursing and let me know whether you're ready to accept self-doubt as part of your life and to consciously work through it. Because life on the other side of accepting self-doubt and normalizing that it's always going to be there is incredible and you should come to the party. I'll see you in next week's episode. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I'm so privileged that you spent your time with us here today. Hey, can I ask a favor? If you know someone that would benefit from this podcast episode, please share it with them. The more you share, the more we get in front of amazing nurses and we're able to help them see that nursing on their terms across their career is totally possible for them. So I'd love if you could do that. Now, I will see you in the next episode next week. Until then, let's make this year the year that you nurse on your terms. Are you ready? Let's do it.